Rimmin' AB, little lunchtime podcast. What are you eating, AB? This is a chicken cordon bleu casserole. Whoa, look at you. A little yeah. fancy. A little something special. Little uh, AB Batali. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, he, he got caught up in that shit. Didn't someone too. just you get caught up in that shit? <laughs> was it him? Was it Batali? It's Mario Batali. No, you don't please be a... change that to someone else, then, please. Can I tell you something? All the chefs are going down. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Not, not all the chefs are going. Not Gordon. Not Gordon. If Gordon goes down, that's going to be devastating. All right, let's uh, welcome to the roast cast. Let's move on from that and talk about something fun and exciting and true love. AB, we're getting down to the wire in Emily's season of The Bachelorette. This recap, we're discussing the... We talked about Hometown's last episode, which put us to sleep. This week, we're going to... This episode, we're talking about Fantasy Suites, which also put us to sleep, AB. In your eyes, what was the issue with another boring episode of the show? Here's the problem, Rim. We're down to the good guys, and there's nothing juicy about any of them. They're just all they're all good choices for. I just there's nothing there. They're they're just having good conversations that normal people would have and going on these dates. It's really nothing out of the norm. So I don't want to see I just don't want to see normal good dates. I want to see some juice. I want to see some, you know, some conflict. She's got three great options, no yeah. matter who she chooses. <laughs> like, obviously, we know how it ended up in real life, but if you're watching this in real time, you think, okay, no, no matter who she chooses, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. She's gonna have a great, great life, and one of these guys will be the next bachelor, and the 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 cogs in the wheel keep on moving. I know it's hard to do this, but going into this episode, if you didn't know, let's just say you didn't know who won, who would you have thought are the is the front runner out of these three? So Jeff, Ari, and Sean. And I, yeah. let me before you answer that, let me just I'll tell you what I thought in the moment five years ago. I thought Jeff was in last place here, and I was stunned that he made it past this episode. Stunned. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I don't I don't know if now that I'm watching it knowing that he was the winner that that's uh, that's changing how I'm seeing some of the stuff that he does but I thought Sean and Ari were locks at the time. I don't think I can answer that question because I did not yeah, I, it's too I just, hard. You know what I mean? It's too hard but I I it's felt like I I really I I definitely shot, thought Sean was in last because Sean can't hold the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like Sean's just a good, a good piece of meat to her yeah. and everyone else and you and me and it's a good piece <laughs> of meat. It's a good it's a prime rib steak. No bones about it. Medium rare. Um but I think we'll talk about it later but Jeff's the way Jeff talks about where do you want to live and what do you think Ricky will think of me and I really want to meet Ricky. I think he was hitting all the right notes in the yeah. conversations and well, we'll end the other thing you did, which we'll talk about later too, which was I think stand up guy stuff. It, but also Ari also had the same kind of attitude. He was mm-hmm. like his attitude about how he was going to transition into potentially being Ricky's dad was the most, probably the most thoughtful and reasonable attitude about it that any of the guys had so i thought it was it, i think it would probably be neck and neck between those two okay but yeah, i can't put i can't put myself in the position to at the time i'm just telling know. you at the time that i watched this originally when i obviously didn't know who had won or anything i thought jeff was in last and i that might be because sean is <laughs> seems like the perfect guy and his body's <laughs> rocking and then you got ari the race car guy and jeff's kind of it's not he's just not 
It's not the same. Important to note that Jeff and Ari have shit bodies compared to yeah, Sean. Like she didn't just pick like dog three shit. rock eye bodies, dog shit bodies. <laughs> um, anyway, AB, there. Let's get to it. There in cure. Shout out to us for our squeezing five minutes, five good content minutes out of this this turn up of blood. You get the <laughs> yeah, you get the analogy. Uh, but there in Curacao, this is going to be a pretty quick episode. These episodes, honestly, the fantasy suite episodes are kind of boring. There's a lot of filler time in the show itself. Well, the, just like, the first like 10 minutes, they went over what each contestant had gone through to get to this point. So, I mean, that was, was like a tenth of the episode right there. I don't like when they do that because we all it saw seems it. We like- all remember. Yeah, it seems like they're doing it for people who haven't been watching. Yeah, who's and gonna, how many of those people gonna, are watching this? Who's going to just tune in for the fantasy suites and not watch the rest of it and not know what's yeah. going on? Everybody knows exactly what's going on. Unless they had like a football game lead in or something and a bunch of people who haven't watched are tuning, <laughs> sticking around to tune in. Otherwise, it didn't make sense. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's just skip that part. Let's go to the dates. Sean date, uh, the daytime portion. Remember the days of super deep V-necks? Yeah. Real deep. He he threw it back a little bit. Mm. Almost below the nipple line, Mm -hmm. which might have been the reason he got sent home. (laughs) Emily says that Sean's family told her, try to keep up with me here. I'm with you. That some of his past girlfriends were more like buddies than girlfriends. Mm What did you think of Sean's uh, response to this? I think he he did a pretty good job answering it. He said he just didn't feel the same feelings that he's felt with Emily. So it kind of, like, I've never felt this with other girls that what I'm feeling with you. The discussions about previous relationships on the show are always tough because you can say, if you, no matter what you say, like, the lead can find fault in it. If you say, oh, well, I wasn't a good enough boyfriend, red yeah. flag. Or if you mm-hmm. say, like, this person was a crazy person, also a red flag because you're, like, disparaging yep. the person you used to date. So, it's almost a no-win. Tough to tough to escape out of that alive. What would you think about the private island they went to, Rim? Uh, what about it? It was a private island. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm interested. In, what, <laughs> I I don't know the name of the island. Obviously, we got to get to Curacao, but it's I don't a, know the name of this specific island. <laughs> it's a private island. Uh, you think was it one of the Disney islands? Probably. Oh, you, does Disney own a bunch of islands? What are you talking yeah, about? D- Disney owns all the islands, Rim. What are you talking are about? Curacao is like off the coast of South this America. Was a, this is a private island that they had to themselves. There's no one else on the island except for Sean and they probably they probably rented it. Actually, I don't know why I responded so rudely to you because I have looked up just out of curiosity, like prices of private islands. Yeah, you're like not in interested in this private island. You can get a private fucking island in the Caribbean for like there's some of them you can get for like five hundred grand. You can buy a private okay. island. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I'm like a private island is within reach. <laughs> I'll tell you what it was. It, it was probably fucking Jeff's family's island that they just. They okay, let, all right. There's they the joke. There it is. <laughs> for Sean's date, um, I thought he was teeing up the big "I love you" because he's the only one who hasn't said it yet. I thought yeah. he was telegraphing it, and then he said, "I forgot what I was going to say," so he blew it there. He blows most conversations. Sean's a big dumb lug. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big lug, no doubt about it. The nighttime portion of the day. He has to say I love you or he's getting the boot immediately. He wouldn't even point like he'd period. be dropped before the rose ceremony if you don't say it. Here we go, AB, with another letter. <sighs> this time, this one 
Sean wrote a Sean wrote Ricky a letter. Yeah. She's not going to give that to him, pal. No. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> she, the Ricky's dad not here. seeing that letter. <laughs> Ricky's not seeing that letter. Here's the thing. He must not have known that Jeff had wrote a letter because obviously Sean's letter writing skills wouldn't match up to Jeff. <laughs> so he would not choose to do this. So he must not have known that a bunch of other people had already wrote letters. I mean, if you're if you're talking about things that that Sh- Big Sean is good at, you're talking about fucking lifting gigantic plates in the weight room, clanking, clanking huge clank. plates. Uh, you're talking about having a rock perfect body for a like a summer beach body contest, uh, and just having stunning movie star looks. You're not talking about his letter writing skills. Yeah, no. Uh, what was funny about the letter is the first two lines, like kind of rhymed with each other and i'm like oh my god did he rhyme everything <laughs> he didn't it was just they rhymed and he said it like a poem so i was very concerned <laughs> the letter itself fine whatever good messaging in there but the real key is that it did set up and i love you a moment i think that's why he wrote the letter to give himself an okay. easy segue into talking about her daughter and then proving that he can be the father of her daughter with an i love you my take that's fair but before he actually says I love you, A.B., I, I got the feeling that he didn't want to go through with it, just based on his long prefaces. He was struggling. He was struggling and his stumbling and his hesitation, and she's just sitting there, obviously waiting. Everyone, Emily and Sean knew it. Everyone on set knew it. Everyone on the, the, the public island was like, are you going to say I love you to this girl? Everyone's just waiting for him to go through with yeah. it, and he did, and, it was, and she loved it. Mm-hmm. She, to my surprise, she was all in. Uh, this is where my notes get vulgar. I said this shit is so boring. <laughs> what a boring, what a boring couple. Yeah, these two, these two suck. <laughs> they, these two are just boring together. And as we've talked about before, the automatic y'all two are not gonna make it is the when you're alone in a hot tub and the guy goes, "What was your favorite part of the day?" <laughs> you guys have nothing to talk about yeah. if that's what you're doing. No, it's over. But they look they look great together. They look great together. Oh yeah, no doubt. They're Perfect. Ken and they're Barbie and Ken. No question yeah. about it. Yep. Although wasn't weren't Barbie's proportions like it wasn't she like six three with an eighteen inch waist? Yeah, or something there like were that? absurd <laughs> proportions that no human could have. What what what's uh, your daughter's doll collection look like? What do you mean? What's it look like? It's all Disney she princesses. Got, she got dolls. Okay, Disney princesses. Okay, yep. of, of, of varying uh, skin tones, I would imagine. Yep, the whole rainbow. Good. Shout out to A.B. and his wife, raising her right. All right, A.B. Last thing about the Sean and Emily date, the biggest thing, she sent him home early from the fantasy suite. She says, I'm a mom, and it doesn't line up with what I believe in, and I don't want to set that example for my daughter. Now, I need someone to text the, the text line to tell us what happened on Emily's fantasy suite during her season of the bachelor when ah. when brad obviously invited her to the fantasy suite did she do that did she, she did she partake in the fantasy suite did it get intimate is what you're asking uh yes <laughs> the text line is 773-234-7794 we need to know that from you because for two reasons one we're not going to google it and two we're not going to go back and watch that episode no 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 uh, not a chance but yeah, that, that's a good, I didn't think of that in the moment. And maybe this was a choice she made kind of at the last minute. Yeah. What was interesting about this one compared to the other two was that she 
it was there was basically no warning. It was like, hey, you want to come to the fantasy suite? And then they show later, like, all right, he's getting the boot. Like I thought, oh, well, Sean has to know it's over for him at this point, right? But it had the opposite effects. Who knows what went on behind the scenes? All right, anything else on this date? I don't think so. Bad date for Sean. So you boring, boring. So you thought that you watched this episode and going to the rose ceremony, you thought Sean's in the lead. It, when I watched it five years ago, yeah, I was. Okay. I thought Sean. I think I think I just thought Sean was a really good guy, and I thought they looked good together. And I obviously wasn't a bachelor, you know, master like I am today. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Historian. All right, let's move on to Jeff's date. And Jeff's a little pipsqueak next to these two <laughs> hulking men. Not only that, there's well, I wouldn't call Ari hulking. He's tall, but Jeff is a pipsqueak, certainly compared to Sean. At least what I like about Sean is he's not like Ryan. Like, he knows he could wax everybody in the room. He knows he's like Brock Lesnar compared to these guys. (laughs) But he's just, he's genuinely powerful. Beast incarnate. Yeah, (laughs) the beast incarnate. Uh, I noticed noticed the stark contrast between these two, but in a different way. Putting Sean and Jeff back to back just highlights how much better Jeff is at carrying on a conversation. Yep. I mean, the conversation was flowing back and forth. He seemed interested. Tremendous conversation. Yeah. He wasn't just staring at her like, I tell you what, really could see myself, see this thing going somewhere. You know, there was something there. Jeff was asking questions. He was listening. He was extending topics. I don't know why. Blew him out of the water. I can't understand why I didn't think Jeff was the front runner when I watched this in real time, because the conversation, <laughs> looking back on it now, the conversation between Jeff and Emily is so far above what was going on with the other two. Yeah, not even close. Um, this is where I had a little existential crisis in my notes. AB, you and I watch this show. We 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 root for real love, and we. We put up with the infighting and the nonsense. We like the drama, but not necessarily the nonsense aspects of it. And when real, when we feel like real love isn't there, we don't we don't like that. Like with Rachel and Brian, who actually apparently do love each other, or JoJo and uh, Jordan, who actually also really do love each other. Do they though? We, uh, well, let's not go down that rabbit hole. What I'm saying <laughs> is, my point is, are we bad people now? Because now I'm watching this where there's like three genuine relationships and I'm bored out of my mind. Three great guys. <laughs> three great guys. I mean, we're watching true love emerge here. And I'm like, this kind of stinks. I I, <laughs> I felt like a scumbag when that fe- thought popped in. Yeah. You got, hey, you got a good point, And I don't think there's a good answer. I don't think you want to hear the answer, Rim. <laughs> no, I think I know. I think the reason this is different is because we know how it ends. This isn't live. Like, if we were watching this live, like, it would be Rim and AB, which, whose team are you on? You team Sean or, you know yeah, what I mean? It yeah, would yeah. be, there'd be that discussion, but that discussion doesn't occur because it was five years ago. So that's, that's what I told myself anyway. That's fair. All right. Jeff date, nighttime. He gives a great toast, something Sean could never do in his wildest dreams. He's a little concerned that he hasn't met Ricky, given that he's already told Emily that he's in love with her. Mm-hmm. Um, also thought this was interesting. Straight up asks her, like, where would you want to live if we end up together? He asked her some hard questions and I loved it. Yeah. Well, it's a good conversationalist. What did you think of the question? Uh, you're an amazing girl and you attract amazing guys. Why hasn't it worked out with any of them? It's a great question. 
one of them fucking died in a plane crash. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> yeah. about that. Oh, that's you're right. I didn't even think about that. I don't know the one that was actually going to work out and she'd still be in today. That person passed away. I don't maybe maybe think about that for one point. second. Before you ask I, that never question. Even, I, I never even thought about that. AB, what did you make of her fantasy suite invite and Jeff's reaction? He topsy-turbied it on her rim. Emily was ready to offer it and then, like, not actually give him the fantasy suite, just like she did to Sean, but he didn't even let her do that. It was the most respectful answer, to my knowledge, in fantasy suite invite history. You can't beat what he said. No, I mean, and that just, I imagine that made her want him more, how how good that answer was. Says, you're, I know your daughter's going to be watching. I know both our parents are going to be watching. If you don't want to go through with it, that's fine. I'm happy to hang out. If you, I mean, that was some slick shit that was right slick. there. I was very surprised by that. Um, also, I would guess that Jeff talked to Sean yesterday about what the deal <laughs> was. That's obvious. There's no question about it. Otherwise, how else would he come with? I mean, he hit on all the points that she was going to bring. Yeah. Before she flipped the script it. on her. Anything else on Jeff's no, date? I don't think so. All right, holy cow, what a short episode. And we're going to fly through Ari's too, I got to tell you. Let me let's recap Ari's daytime date. Kissing and something with dolphins. And the kissing is so good that Emily doesn't know how she could possibly turn down an overnight date with Ari. That's the Ari daytime date. <laughs> <laughs> they literally just laid on a boat and kissed on the boat. <laughs> And didn't talk. I didn't. No talking for my recollection. No, not for the first few minutes. That's for sure. For the nighttime portion, there was. First off, I like the way Ari handled himself. Emily did have kind of a mission here. She needs to find out if there's more of a connection with Ari than just kissing, frankly. Yeah. Because honestly, Ari's not the best looking of the three. Maybe even third, face wise. Yeah, I'd say so. You want to go? Is that your power? Obviously, Sean, Jeff, Ari, would that be yeah. your, your, your looks power rankings? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's obvious. So the lips, the lips don't lie. <laughs> What's that song? <laughs> Shakira, the hips don't lie. Yeah. Um, I thought I liked how they had that conversation about like, what do you do every day? What do you? Yeah. When do you wake up in the morning? Then their schedules, uh, Ari's schedule doesn't match up. <laughs> Here's Ari's day. He wakes up at nine, so three hours, maybe four hours bef- after Emily wakes up. He goes to work. Maybe five. Gets home, at, gets home at six, and then he goes out to dinner every night with friends. <laughs> every <laughs> single night. Listen, you're not doing, you're, you might get one night out a month, Ari. Is that something you're interested <laughs> yeah. in? And are you, instead of 30 nights a month that you go out to eat <laughs> with friends? I'm surprised she didn't bring that up. Like, oh, you know, ha our schedules are different. I wake up a lot earlier, but, you know, like, I haven't the been dinner out with friends has to stop. <laughs> I haven't been out in a year my and a half. My night out is at McDonald's <laughs> for a Happy Meal. <laughs> yeah, with my daughter and her friends. <laughs> what did you make of Emily deciding not even to offer him the fantasy sweet card? I don't think she wanted to get turned down again. Oh, you didn't buy her... I could. I can't resist. No, get real. Really? Okay. All right. I get the feeling Ari, Sean, and Jeff were actually boys. Yeah. During the season, and when we found out later that Jeff and Ari actually are friends, and even when Sean gets eliminated at the end of this episode, yeah, it's they said I love you to each other. All it's love. all love with these guys. <laughs> all yeah. love from three great guys. 
other than like Ryan and earlier in the season, Kalen and some other guys, every time someone got eliminated, they'd always cut to Ari or Jeff going like, man, that's tough. Like that's got to be tough for both Emily and the guy. Like, yeah. It's kind of a weirdly understanding of the whole idea behind this show. I think we've said it all along. This has been a, a very good group of guys. I mean, you had a couple, like you said, mm-hmm. a couple duds and Ryan and Kalen. Um, but the rest, those are all good guys. Even like Wolf good and, guys. you know, all those guys. You got anything on this talk with Chris Harrison and uh, the videos, the custom videos? I don't know what that was about. I could just talk to him. <laughs> it uh, seemed, seemed like a waste of tape. <laughs> <laughs> Double waste of tape. But AB, before this rose ceremony, Emily's stressed out, emotional. I would be too. I mean, chances are, so you got three guys here. Chances are you're going to make the wrong choice. Yeah, odds are. Yeah, sixty-six percent chance you're going to make the wrong choice here. Remedy B statistics, statistics, brothers, statistics. Heard about it. <laughs> so the stats, folks. When you have three guys like this, and usually it's not like this. I mean, usually you have one dud out of these three that is obviously going to provide you with a bad life. But these three, no. And usually there's at least some contrast in like lifestyle. Yeah. Like, all these guys seem to have a similar lifestyle and interest. It's not like you're going from, you know, it's you're not choosing between L.A. and Montana and, like, the fast life and the farmer life, yeah. like, with Chris Souls. So, there's a lot. There, it's really just, you might as well just roll a dice. Yeah. It's tough. It's the best way to make this choice. Um, anyway, pretty casual rose ceremony for some reason for the top three. To <laughs> I don't know what's going on shoot. here. I think Sean had jeans on. <laughs> Yeah. Emily was wearing like just an old Navy cash top. No big deal. (laughs) The roses, like we said, go to Jeff and Ari and Sean is stunned. What did you think of Sean's reaction and his discussion with Emily? It's what got him the bachelor rim. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, that's what they played. I don't know if you you probably haven't seen Sean's season, but they, uh, no. that was right at the start of Sean's season. They just played what happened at the end there, and you could see a light switch click on where he was like, "Oh shit, gotta keep the Bachelor prospect status. <laughs> gotta gotta <laughs> keep it together here. Now it's time to move to Plan B." Yeah, he was just kind of sitting there like, "I don't know, can I go? You know, I don't know what to say. Can I go?" But then he was like. I really care about you, Emily, and I want you to do what's best for you. And then that's when the Bachelor, that's when he snagged the Bachelor from the (laughs) jaws of defeat. Yep. All right, so we got one more. That's it. 20 minutes of recap. This episode was not that entertaining. These episodes have way too much filler and cutscenes, and just nobody talking and then, you know, shots of somebody looking out over the beach. It's just these episodes are not the most entertaining. No. Um, We've said it before and we'll say it again. We have one more episode to recap from Emily's season, which is the final episode. We're not going to, I'm not going to watch Men Tell All. And uh, we're not going to, I don't no. really care about the, I don't really care about the after no. the show. Um, I might watch it just out of pleasure, but you know, shit, man, Christmas is coming up. We're not, we're not recapping Men Tell All in December. <laughs> all right. That's just a little rule we have around here at the Rosecast headquarters. We got to get, a, we got to gear up for Ari season now. We got to watch this sh- episode and start gearing up. Great segue. Here's here's what I want and need from Bachelor Nation as we gear up for RE season. We'll do a cast preview of some sort based on that that uh, 
leading up to Ari f- special they aired the other night, which by the way, they didn't do any promotion on. That shit came out of nowhere. I had no idea. You texted me like, are you watching this? And I'm like, I didn't even know what you were saying. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't. Um, it was only an hour long. We did meet some of the Ari's girls though. I have, I have some feelings about some of the ones we met and some of the ones I've seen on Instagram. Anyway, my point is text the mailbag seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. excuse me, with your questions, comments, predictions for Ari's season. If you text a spoiler, I'm going to, f- I'll, f- I, g- ooh, God knows what I will do to you because the spoilers are already out, AB. So start tiptoeing around, Rose Cast Nation. People are already out there saying th- everything that happens. They got the whole list in the order they were eliminated in. Listen, Don't click on that shit. I'm going on a Twitter lockdown, Rim. Not, <laughs> I'm not touching with that. I'm not fucking with that. I can't deal with the spoilers, Rim. Can't do it. No, Won't you can mute it. words. You can mute words on Twitter. I'm doing the Don't same thing for Don't even want to fuck with it. Don't even want to mess with it. Right. Nope, 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 nope. You're, do you want me, do you want me to <laughs> no. tell you all the all the Star Wars related words I have muted on Twitter right now? <laughs> anyway, back to the point of this. Uh, we typically save mailbag questions and comments for Tuesdays because it gives people more time to do so since we just dropped an episode yesterday. Um, but yeah, 773-234-7794 or the Twitter, of course, which is at RoseCast. E-S. AB, you got anything else before we wrap it up here? I don't think so. All right. Who do you think is going to win? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, as always, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Overcast, all that shit. And uh, hey, as we get ready for our season, do us a favor. Share share the old, if you like the podcast, and we assume you do if you made it this far into the off-season recap episodes. Share with your pals and your mothers. We're trying to break into the mother game, and here's why. Uh, we get along great with mothers, and also moms are big on Facebook, and that's the most uh, sustainable growth engine social media platform. And moms are like friend. they aren't hesitant to share your shit. Like nope, kids are, nope. kids are, <laughs> shares are. They do it only to the top stuff that they really, really, really like. Moms, they'll yeah. share the shit out of your <laughs> out of everything. a post. They'll share everything. That's so true, eh? because when face when social media and Facebook first came out, Facebook came out our first year in college. We were like the first. The second wave of people to get it, I think. Yeah. So back then, we were just doing whatever. We got a taking shot pictures of us taking shots, doing all this stuff is all on Facebook. We'll put whatever the fuck out on Facebook we want. Ten years later, parents get into Facebook. And by that point, we're learning, hey, maybe don't have a big digital footprint with like that'll incriminate you when you want to run for president. <laughs> parents don't know that yet. So their shows are just sharing. They're just ranting and raving all these long political Facebook posts and all this shit. That, so share with your parents. We want to break out into that. They'll spread that shit like a virus. That's what we want to get into as parents. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.